Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The 2016 Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. Each week, the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse brings you classic plays adapted and performed by some of the very best modern audio theatre production companies. I'm your presenter for this season, David Alt. Tonight... Hello and welcome one and all to tonight's performance of Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. I'm your announcer for this 2016 season, David Alt. Old-time radio had a flair for horror tales, and the series made famous by the brilliant writer Arch Obler, Lights Out, is a prime example of this. If you're wondering why I'm wearing this particular costume instead of my usual black tie affair, it's because I'm part of the cast in this production brought to you by the No Sleep Podcast and David Cummings. So without further ado, be prepared for fear and murder with tonight's show, Death Robbery. brought up the question of ethics, Ed. (laughs) Sometimes I think science is too ethical. Stands in the way of research. Hmm, I don't know, David. Take your work, for example. Well, it's wonderful, but you have to be very cautious. I think working with monkeys is about as far as you should go right now. Oh, but Ed, David is past that stage. Why not show Ed the one you worked on today, darling? If you'd like to see it, Ed. It's right in the lab. Yes, I would. I saw it last night after you injected the formula. I'll get it, David. Thank you, dear. It's in the second cage. (laughs) Ruth's a wonderful girl, David. Must be a big help to you in your work. Don't know what I'd do without her, but if she ever gets too interested in pure science... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lock her out of the lab and just make her go back to being a wife. <laughs> How do you find time for a wife? Now look here. All you practicing surgeons think the research man is a machine. Not me, Ed. Ruth means more to me than all the discoveries I might make. Her happiness is all I live and work for. Well, I can't say that I blame you. She is a very charming person. Here he is. Same one you saw last night, Ed. 
stone dead. And there he is, just as healthy and alive as any other monkey. Why, it's amazing, David. Well, naturally, I followed all the experiments along this line, but oh, you seem to have progressed much farther. David can't go any farther with animals. He's ready for the next step, and he can do it. Well, I'm all for research, David, but you have a moral obligation in this sort of thing. How do you know it'll work with human beings? Oh, ho, you're a surgeon yourself, Ed. You know that human beings are animals, just like all the subjects I've used. I know it will work. Well, knowing it won't get you far with society. You have to submit proof. I know that. I've tried every way I can think of to get a human being to demonstrate on. He's tried insane asylums, penitentiaries, everywhere. No one will listen to me. Well, in a way, you can't blame them. Even to me, with my training, the idea seems, well, blasphemous. My dear Ed, you can't stop scientific progress because of a so-called moral concept. Besides, what could be less blasphemous than to triumph over death? (laughs) I'm sorry, but I can't see it that way. And I wouldn't want it tried on me. When I'm dead, I want to stay dead. Oh, that's foolish, Ed. Why, if I die first, I want David to use me for a subject. Ruth! Don't look so startled, Ed. She's always been my strongest supporter. But I'm not going to use her as a subject. I like her too well as a wife. (laughs) Still, it gives me the shivers to hear you talk that way, Ruth. But why? I've seen David's work grow to where the technique is perfect. Before long, his experiments will be recognised by the whole medical world. And if I can help him achieve that goal, I'm willing to do anything. Living or dead. I mean it. She said she wanted to do it, Ed. Living or dead. David, you're surely not going to hold her to that? Not now. Of course I am. She meant it. But you... I called you over here tonight, Ed, because I need help. Don't tell me that you But I want you to help me bring Ruth's... To bring her here. That's exactly what I mean. David, you... Will you help me? Or must I bribe some stranger? David, why don't you give this thing up? It's... it's inhuman. Ed, if I succeed, I'll have Ruth back. Don't you see how much it means? Well, yes, if you're successful. Oh, I've no doubt about that. Look, I've got my laboratory records. 714 times I've performed the experiment on guinea pigs... Rabbits, monkeys, 714 times it's been successful, don't you see? Oh, but David, this is no laboratory experiment. Ruth was your wife. She is my wife. The only woman I ever loved. That's why I want to bring her back here and start her breathing and living again. Oh, there's an ugly name for what you're asking me to do, David. I know. Grave robbery. But there's a better name for it, Ed. Death robbery. We'll rob old man death. 
kicks the door shut. There, on the operating table. Well, I must say, you're completely equipped. It's a surgery just as well as a lab. Everything we need is here. There. Well, it's done. Not yet. You mean, you want me to stay? Ed, listen. Ever since Ruth... Well, I guess I've leaned on you for everything. I won't ask you to stay, but I do need you. Just a little longer. Uh, all right, David. I'll stay. Ruth will be the first to thank you when we succeed. David, I'll always doubt this until I see Ruth living, breathing, and smiling again. It won't be long. Just a matter of 15 or 20 minutes. If nothing happens, what will you do if your operation doesn't work? Then you'll have just one more job to do as my friend. And that? Would be to bury both of us. Oh, now look, David. If Ruth isn't alive again within a few minutes, I'll have lost her forever. And I'll have proved that my whole life's work is useless. I'll have reason enough to use any of a dozen tricks that any good surgeon knows to end the whole business. Oh, don't look so horrified, Ed. We won't fail. Let's begin. I should remind you once more, David, that your usurping powers that belong to... Oh, God Almighty! I like to think that Providence has wisely held back the knowledge of things like this until we knew how to use them. And I know how. Hand me that large beaker. All right. I'm not going to back out on you, David. What shall I do? Do. You'll work as you haven't worked in a surgery before. Thank heavens I've got your skill on my side. Now then, first strap this sphygmomanometer on her arm. I just happened to think of something. Keep moving. This is all a matter of timing. But, David... Here are your instruments. I want the incision right here where I'm shaving the hair. Make a small incision, just at the fontanelle, while I prepare the solution. David, have you considered... Please, work fast. But, Dave... What? She was embalmed, you know. Of course I know that. I've something to replace the blood and counteract the fluid. Oh, it's ghastly. Finish the cut. I know what I'm doing. Well, that's all for the incision, but... After all... Good work. Nice. Now, cut away the dura mater. Entirely. Leave the brain exposed? Yes, yes, I'll fix that. I've done it 700-odd times. This is no guinea pig or monkey. Well, I hardly need reminding. <sighs> Sorry. What's that? A compound I've synthesized myself. What is it? I call it digamma paradiamine. Oh, I know that isn't chemically correct, but it's as close as I can get to it. I knew that something like it must exist. It took three years to track it down. It took me that long to make the first drop of it. You know what you're doing, all right? Yes, I do. Now then, if you're finished, take the leads from that storage battery there and attach the positive to the silver plate on the shelf. Put that at her feet. Oh, I feel as if I were doing something unholy. Place the tip of the negative in the incision you made in the skull. Be sure the tip of the wire actually penetrates the piamata. David, what if you bring her back? I will bring her back. But what if you bring her back and find she comes back without her... her soul? What? Her soul? Yes. You're a surgeon. 
and you believe in a soul? Well, I hesitate to say there is no such thing. <laughs> You've seen a good many deaths, haven't you? Have you ever seen any evidence that the soul escapes at death? Perhaps I... I couldn't recognize the evidence. Put it this way, then. If there is any soul, it either leaves the body or stays with it at death. Now, no reputable surgeon or physician has ever been able to report the slightest evidence of the souls having left the body. So the soul, if there is a soul, has stayed with the body, a part of it. I'm ready now, if you've finished. Everything's set. Good. Close that switch, then, at the battery. Watch the meter and keep the current between plus and minus five over 150. There's a rear stat at the edge of the table. All right? All right. Now, I'm going to inject 10 cc's of adrenaline in the brachial artery. Adrenaline? Adrenaline and something else. There. God, she's beautiful, Ed. Yes, she was. She is. You'll see her in a few minutes just as she was. I wonder what she'll have to tell us. Nothing. Death is only a transcendental sleep. Do you really believe that, David? Oh, well, what's the difference? How's the current? Well, let's see. Why, it's jumped to 180. Good. Bring it back to 150. That's the result of the injection. On a dead body? Oh, let's say, suspended animation. There are still a few things in surgery you don't know, Doctor. I never dreamed of a reaction like that. I'll show you more. Help me swing this lamp over here. But I... Let the Amita go. It'll hold steady for a minute. But it might jump again. No, it won't. I've been through all this before. The reactions are exactly the same as the others. And this lamp? X-rays? No, it's a modification of the cathode ray. Just another of my developments. I call these atheta rays. Why do you call them that? Oh, most rays are named for the first few letters of the Greek alphabet. Alpha, beta, gamma, and so on. Well, that explains theta... Didn't you say a theta? Yes, but theta was called the letter of death by the ancient Greeks. Well, that's right. It was the first letter in their word, Thanatos. Death. Oh, I see. A theta without death. <laughs> Maybe I was too sentimental. Maybe. At least human for once. Let's not argue. Here goes the ray. Now, quickly, the solution. Inject it? No, pump it. I built this pump especially for it. There's the pump switch, Ed. Here? Yeah. Turn it on and watch the ammeter. Okay. It's jumping. How far? Oh, 155. Let it go. 160. 170. Hold it there. It'll stay there now. Listen carefully. Yes? As soon as I turn off the pump, I want sphygmo readings. But there won't be any blood pressure. Wait and see. Give me a reading each time I ask for it and take them carefully. Ready? Oh, this is fantastic. I'm ready. Okay. Reading. Systolic, zero. Diastolic, zero. That's all right. It will take a few seconds. Now. Forty. My God! Diastolic, hurry! Zero! Aortic valve is still open. I'll turn off the ray. Reading? 
48. Over 42. David! Not yet. Now the stopwatch. Seven seconds after I say go, I want the systolic. Now you have it? Right. Ready? Now, go. 60. Good, that's what it should be. Lord, look at my hands. I don't want to. Ruth, darling, just a few more minutes. All right, Ed. Now, the ray again. We'll know the answer very soon. How long do you use the ray this time, David? Not long. Give me a reading. 68. Over 67. Now? 70. Diastolic? 68. Now? David, 118. 76. Close. Now, a hundred and twenty. That's it. Eighty. The stethoscope, quick. Here. Listen. Still asleep? Yes, almost a coma. She's all right otherwise? As far as I can tell, her respiration's normal, pulse just a tiny bit fast, and the reflex is slow, but apparently all right. David, I. I feel I must apologize to you. Apologize? Why? Well, for doubting you, I suppose. <laughs> You'll learn to believe me. Oh, you're very calm in the face of all this. Do you realize that you've performed a miracle? Miracle? I've brought my wife back to me as I promised her. It's... it's an unholy thing, but... But we've conquered death. Is that unholy? <laughs> we have conquered death. Oh, may God forgive us. If she'll only wake now. How long has she been asleep? Let me see. Eleven hours. Hasn't spoken at all? Not since that first scream, when she fell asleep. Have you given her anything? Just a few drops of brandy. Well, have you tried to wake her? No, but I think I'll try now. Look, wait a minute. Before you do... Why? Well, I hate to keep harping on this business about a soul, David... I realize this is no place for a philosophic discussion, but I can't help wondering 
Why Ruth screamed when she first came back to life? I think there's a logical explanation. After all, it must have been a physical shock. <sighs> That's true. It must also be true that there was a great mental shock involved. I think that's why she screamed, and well, I'm wondering whether there's been a permanent effect on her mind, or, as I prefer to think of it, her soul. Oh, you're simply borrowing trouble, Ed. I've never seen any sign of permanent damage in my other experiments. Don't forget that Ruth was a human being. Well, only way to find out. I'm going to wake her. You... You're not afraid? Afraid? Of what? Ruth. Ruth, wake up, darling. <coughs> Ruth, dear, it's David speaking. Oh, wake up, dearest. Ruth. Ruth? <coughs> Look out! There, darling. No wonder it scared the poor girl. Ruth, it's David, dear. I kept my promise and you're alive again. <coughs> Oh, you're all right, honey. It's David. You're... You're Ruth. <laughs> Ruth! David! David! What's the matter? Ruth's... Her mind. No, David. Her soul. David, you'd better go out for a little exercise now. I'll stay here with her. I'll stay while you go out and walk around a bit. You've been there with her since eight o'clock last night without any let-up. Go on. I'll stay. Ed. I know, old boy. I'd give anything myself if we could undo what we've done, but... Ed, what can I do? Well, there may be something... Let's try an experiment when she wakes up again. What kind of an experiment? Well, let's see if we can talk to her. Get her to say anything. If we can get a flicker of intelligence, maybe we can teach her. Build up from a small fragment. Maybe. It might work. I'm going to wake her up and try it. Well, not now. Why don't you take a walk? Relax a little... And get something to eat while you're out. Eat? I can't eat. I'm going to wake her. Ruth. Ruth? <coughs> David, why not let her sleep? <coughs> She's waking up now. Ruth. Hello, Ruth. Are you waking up? <coughs> Poor child. Poor child. There. She repeats after me. A little. Maybe it will work, Ed. Ruth. Ruth? David. David? It works. Well, seems to. Ruth, say, I want a glass of water. Seems to. <laughs> I want a glass of water. 
water. It's too long for her. Ruth, say Ruth. Ruth? Loves. Loves. David. David. <laughs> Ruth loves David. Ruth loves David. Ruth loves David. Ruth loves David. <laughs> Ruth loves David. <laughs> it's working, Ed. Maybe. But what is she thinking? I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Ruth, stop it. Stop it. Wait a minute, old man. Ruth loves David. This is too much for you, tired as you are. Go on out and take a little walk, and I'll work with her for a while. Your nerves won't take much of this. Uh, I guess you're right, Ed. I I can't think anymore. I'll be right back. Fine, fine. I'll take good care of her and see what I can find out. Be patient with her. Don't worry, I will. And you get something to eat while you're out. All right, I'll try. Oh, poor guy. Must be really rough on him. Rough on him. <laughs> Ruth? 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 Oh, we're kidding ourselves. There's nothing there. She's a... a parrot. Parrot. <laughs> oh, look. Never mind, Ruth. Ruth. Ruth, put down that scalpel. Scalpel? <laughs> You'll hurt yourself. Ruth, stay away. That scalpel, put it down. Think of David. David! Uh, Ruth! Ah! <laughs> Ed, for God's sake, what happened? Ruth, scalpel. I'll get you something and fix you right up. Wait. No use. Now look. Doctor, artery. No hope. Ed. All right, Doctor. Your diagnosis is correct. Minute or two left. Ruth's hiding. Watch out. No. No soul. She'll. She'll kill you too. What have I done, Ed? Everything I've done is wrong. No. Wonderful technique, Doctor. Congratulations. But what about soul? Ed? Ed? Ruth. She's somewhere in the house. What if she gets out and with a scalpel in her hands? There's been enough damage. Ruth? 
Ruth? Basement. I'd better take a gun. Ruth? Ruth? <laughs> Wish I had more light. Ruth? Ruth? Oh, good gracious. Ruth? Now, give me that scalpel. You'll hurt yourself. Ruth loves David. Ruth, come back. Ruth loves David. Come back. Hello. Yes. Oh, hello, Doctor. Well, I, I've been busy in the lab. No, no, there's nothing new, just an experiment. No. Like so many experiments, it, it just didn't work out. Thank you so much for your appreciation for tonight's performance. And a special thanks and gratitude for David Cummings and the No Sleep Podcast players. Please check their original horror tales at thenosleeppodcast.com. Next week at the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse, we are pleased for another encore performance from the Shadowland players and Electric Vicuna Productions. The Sonic Summerstock Playhouse 2016 is a collection of classic radio scripts with modern productions. All rights to the scripts and productions of the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse remain strictly within the copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Join us again here in the Enchanted Grove in Halifax, Nova Scotia for the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse 2016 next week. Until then, I'm David Alt. Good night. Oh, yeah.
This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D I G I T A L V A U D E V I L L E dot com. Mm-hmm.